So are you okay with the burning and the destruction that these, uh, uh, this terrorist attack upon America by Black Lives Matter and Antifa and those people? Well, I, I understand where that rage comes from. So, so are you okay with a terrorist attack? I mean, I don't call it a terrorist attack. You, that's not what I see. But you okay with it? What, I mean, I'm actually excited by what's happening right now. The burning and the destruction and people I've been taking and all that. Well, that's not how I see what's happening right but now. It, it is happening. It's happening. And you okay with it? I, I am excited by it. Welcome to the Father's Day. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You see this shirt? We are celebrating White History Month. July is White History Month. And if you enjoy our content, go to the fallestate.tv slash donate. Fallestate.tv slash donate. So I'm having a conversation today and it's my first in my entire life. I am talking with Dr. Chris Finley. She is an assistant professor of American and ethnic studies at USC, the University of Southern California. And a little background on the doctor, she is uh, a Native American professor. And this is my first time I've ever spoken to a Native American. I think one called into my radio show once, but in person <laughs> it's the first time. So thank you, doctor, for coming on. I appreciate it. Do you want to be called Professor Finley or Dr. Finley? Which either one, which other one works professor for you? Professor sounds good. Yeah. It sounds smart. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a member of the Corville? A Carville. Carville Confederate tribe. Mm -hmm. What is that exactly? And how is that different from the other tribes? Um, well, some of the tribes in the Northwest and other places, they had it so they put a bunch of different tribes together. Like um, the Nez Pierce were punished after Chief Joseph, like, you know, tried to run away from the Calvary. Mm -hmm. So they, they moved him from what was then like Oregon. And they put, they actually dispersed the Nez Pierce into several different native nations. And so part of, some of them came up to Cawville and they became a part of one of the many confederated tribes that we have, which is about like 16. Oh. Um, so there's a bunch of us, right? And we have... Um, over 8,500 members of our tribe. We also have the largest land base in Washington State. Really? So you grew up, um, so when you say they did it, who? who, who the, the, the U.S. They? federal government. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so Carville is in Washington State? Yes. And so you literally grew up on Indian t uh, territory, Native American territory. Well, yes, but I did not grow up on the reservation. Oh, you did not? Right. And right, why not? By, right by the reservation. Uh, and why did you grow up on the reservation itself? My mom didn't want me to grow up on the reservation. So, she, or, you know, actually, I don't even know, right? Like, she decided to move us, like, very nearby so we could go visit family and when we wanted to. Uh -huh. um, but, yeah, we lived in the nearby town, which is called Cawville. That's so. amazing. Mm -hmm. And so did you grow up with your father and mother? No, I just grew up with my mother. And where was your father? Um, he was on the reservation. Oh, he was on the reservation? Yep. And your mother lived there for a while she moved off? Yeah, and actually we moved around quite a bit. Oh. So we are very nomadic, which is very traditional for Cawville people. Oh, I see. <laughs> and does, um, did, was she married to him at one point? Uh, no, she was not. And Oh, I see. So you were born out of wedlock? Yes. So do Native Americans get married in the way that normal people do? Uh, actually, 50% of us or more are actually Christians. Oh, really? Yeah. We That's have a, amazing. Yeah, so a lot of us are Christians. So 
a lot of people do get married, um, you know, in church or get married by the state or different ways. So, so even the Native Americans who live on the territory, they, have, they are Christians as well? Yeah, in fact, a lot of the different um, nations were actually divided up by, um, by churches, right? So we're part of the, you know, in our part of the state, we got, we're Catholics. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. So there's also a lot of different churches on the reservation now, though. So, so did they become Christians as a result of the influence of white Americans? Were they Christians before that? Well, no, they were obviously they were forcibly. That's part of the forcible assimilation that, you know, the U.S. government wanted us to be. You know, in order to be assimilated, they thought we'd be better as Christians or right. right? So what were they before Christian? Um, we practice our own different uh, religious traditions that are actually, you know, and spiritual traditions that are very deep, you know. And that, that involve God? Um, like a, a creator. Maybe it was just a different word for it. But it was the same God? I, I, it was not Jesus. Is that what you mean? Like, like God, like, like Christian the God, God? The Christian God. Yeah, no. Were the, were the Native, Native Americans serving the Christian God prior to white folks coming in? No, I mean, no. I mean, we had our own idea of what that was. Oh, so. they just made up something? Well, it wasn't made up. I and mean, we lived there for over 12,000 years. So it's not like it was just, a, you know, like made up. I mean, it was, it was a long tradition. Oh, I see. And so does that explain why it's been said that Native, prior to Christianity, Native Americans were like savages because they didn't really believe in a god? Well, I think oh, the they said God. that because they really wanted to steal our land, right? And that was a way to be like, hey, these people are not Christians, so therefore they are savages and that they cannot manage their own line or their, their own land and, and people. That's so. interesting. Were they acting like savages? I mean, it, it depends on um, what you mean. Like, were we like murdering people like the settlers? I don't know. We did not come in like that, right? Because we actually tried to live in harmony with other people and I mean obviously there was warfare right because we're people we're complicated different things happen um, but it wasn't just like you know I mean we had reasons why we did the things we did so in my mind you know you can use the word savages and certainly the constant you know different uh, court cases do right um, but I'm glad you're here because now I can I can hear both sides um, why didn't the, uh, at that time they were called Indians? Is that bad to call the Native American Indians? You know what's lovely about that is a lot of us have a lot of different opinions about that. Yeah. I, I I call myself an Indian. Oh, okay. I don't I don't have a problem with it. But when I was young, I did because the way they used it was very racist. You know, like they said it like you know very racist. And we said there, you mean the white people? Yeah, the white because Cobble is mostly a white town. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And so why didn't the Indians, you know, create a beautiful place before the white people came? We did. Were there like buildings and... Well, there was definitely and, organized cities of like a million people in different places, uh, of native people, right? So we actually did have organization. We did have civilization. It just wasn't as destructive as what is going on now. And so, like, when you said we had organization, did they have buildings? Were they living outside in tents, or were they living in buildings? It was both, right? Because, I mean, the thing is, even now, after, you know, like, all these genocides have happened and continue to happen, there's over 560 federally recognized nations, right, in, in the U.S. just as we speak. 
And each one of those like has their own traditions, right? They have their own histories and the way that they live together. Right. Some of us were more nomadic than others. Some of us like lived the same place all year round. So very different. Is it true that there, well, we know there were different tribes that before white people came. Mm -hmm. Was it were they warring against each other? They were killing each other, and, and you know, in all of history, one somebody's always trying to take over someone else for the power of it. Were there were the natives, uh, uh, the Americans or Indians, were they warring against each other, trying to take over? Well, there, there was a there was obviously always some of that, yeah. but a lot of times, like um, during warfare, it actually was seen as like you know counting coup. Like if you just went and touched somebody, another warrior, if you're warriors, right? And it was the men who went out and right. did the, did that. That was that was enough. You didn't have to kill anybody. You didn't even have to hurt anybody. Like just touching another warrior was seen as like you know, you lost, right? Oh, I see. So it wasn't to me like as always destructive as it is now, so. Was, uh, is it better for the Indians now that white people have come and created an amazing civilization? And are they better off now or were they better off then? I, I, I mean, well, I would disagree <clears throat> with the amazing civilization. Um, and they were certainly, I think they were better off then. Yeah, certainly. So, and in what way were they better off then? Uh, well, it's every way. I mean, which way weren't they? Like, there wasn't all this disease here. There wasn't all this destruction and environmental, like you know, destruction. And there wasn't all this like hatred. There wasn't all this like um, like different cars and even horses were brought over by Europeans. So all this, all these different things that really destroyed like the land and like the people, so. But isn't it better to progress in life rather than just stand and living on empty land with tents well, and things Well, that's the like thing, that? we, oh, we're always progressing. Like native people had enough food, like from my nation, we had enough food to live, to create art, to be happy together, to live with the land in harmony. And so to me, like, that's totally ideal, right? Right, so, so did one, did, one tribe hate another tribe and another tribe hating another tribe in the way that human beings are today? Or did all the Indians love one another? There's like 560, over 560 recognized nations. Right. So obviously there's going to be fighting, right? Like so not everybody's- they hated one another the same way people hate each other now. I, I would disagree with that. I think it was very different you because- You think they loved one another? I think some of them did, but I also think that they just respected each other's like autonomy to be different, right? And to let them be on their own and not always trying to like make them think the way that they think. And so how is your tribe doing now? Are they, how are they doing now? I mean, what do you mean? Like, I mean like, are they happy? Are they like creating, creative? And are they like improving upon what they have? How are they doing? How they assimilated with the whites or? I think there has been a lot of assimilation. One of the exciting things I do see happening is like uh, language revitalization happening in my nation. Oh, okay. um, so like we're trying to actually t get back some of the culture that we lost, right? So. Do, do the Indians feel like victims in the way that the blacks feel like victims? Well, they were different kinds of genocides that were committed against black people and against native people. Um, but I don't, I mean, see, when you have like theft, like, you know, I think there is, you know, somebody who was a victim, you know, so 
when you have dispossession, when you have like a person coming in and forcing you to be a certain way, like that to me is, you know, like that's, you're not going to be okay from that situation. And so they do feel like victims? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, what, I mean, I don't know if I would use the word victims, but, and I, I think some people like, right, it's always a mix. Some people are doing well in a capitalist nation, right? Some people are really not doing well. Like we have the highest rates of poverty, of suicide, of getting murdered by police um, in terms of the numbers. Like there's less than um, two million of us. So right, like there's less than 1% of us of the population. So we, you know, I wouldn't say things are okay, you know, exactly. Um, so this is your tribe that is, uh, you're talking about or just the overall? I'm, I'm talking now about the overall uh, picture. Oh, okay. And so, also my nation is certainly included into that. And so. do, do your nation feel like victims? I, I wouldn't say that that would be the way that they would describe themselves. Like we're trying to, um, you know, have self-determination. We're trying to maintain our, uh, like our tribal sovereignty and try to like move forward. So do they want to be friends with the whites or they don't want to be friends? Well, I, it's pretty hard to be, I mean, I guess I don't know what you mean because like, it's hard, like it's, you know, when you have this history of settler colonialism, it's pretty hard to be friends with somebody who like has done such destructive things to like your whole way of life. So they hate the whites? No, I mean, I think it's, I think it's totally a mixed bag. I mean, a lot of, you know, we often marry white people like, you, you know. Mar you marry, are you married to a white man? No. Would you marry a white man? I'm not, I don't want to marry anybody. Oh, you never want to marry? Well, I'm like, a, yeah, totally. I mean, not a never want to marry, but not my first, you know, priority. So. <laughs> oh. Do you want children? I don't. Oh. No. That's amazing. I mean, maybe I wouldn't mind having adopted children or stepchildren, but I do not have. You want don't my, want your own? No, don't want my own children. And why? I don't know. I mean, I just, I feel like I would be better as like a step parent or a mom. So yeah, something like that. And so do you, uh, you love white people? Do I love white people? Yes. I have loved some white people as a race. I don't like just completely embrace their culture or the way they are. And so do you love them, the whites? No, I do not love the whites as a whole. You don't, and are you? So I do, do you, love individual whites, though. But not all. Right. How is it? Do you believe in God? I believe in a spirit of a universe. How about God? No, I don't. I do not believe in the God. Your conception of God. Really? Well, I mean, I believe that God exists for you. Right? It's, but you don't believe in Him. No. And so, is that or, why you don't love all people? Well, the thing is, is like, I don't know if I don't believe in that because I mean, I think that your God exists and I think your God can do great things for you. So it's not like I'm in denial of right. like whatever. I just have a different idea about like, you know, the source of power, the creator, different, you know, So when like you that. say you believe, you say you believe in a spirit of what? Spirit of the universe. What's that? I mean, it's, it's, what, it's what it sounds like. It's probably like just a different word for God. But Satan is the spirit of the universe. You believe in Satan? I do not believe in Satan. But the, he's the spirit of the earth, right? I, so, I so have, the real God. You, yeah, I don't know about Satan, so 
Have you ever heard about him? I've heard about Satan. And but since I don't believe in God, like why would I believe in your in oh, Satan? Oh, so you don't believe there is a Satan either? I mean, it's just, I mean, that's part of your, like, belief system and your mythology and a lot of other people, and, so and that exists is, for you. This is how the Indians believe? Oh, no. This is, we are a totally diverse group. Oh. If you ask 10 people up here, we would all give you completely different answers. So there will be some who believe in God. Like I told you, like 50% of them. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Very this spiritual. This so interesting. Yeah, so. And do they love white people? I have no idea. You would have to ask them. So, I mean, I don't think, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know how to answer that question. Right. Don't you meet with them and talk to them? And yes, kind of, of course. I mean, the thing is about white culture, you cannot avoid it, right? You cannot how avoid is it white culture. Possible to Settler love, culture. How is it possible to love some but not all? Because, I mean, it depends on my interaction with them. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I mean, I would love to tell you I love all Native people. That's not true either. You don't love all Native people? Not all Native people. That's amazing. I mean, I want to, and, but on some way, maybe like with your um, spiritual practices, I love everybody. Right. You know what I So it's kind of like. Well, you were a Catholic at one time, right? I was raised like different uh, Christianity Catholic. But didn't they teach you to love all? Of course. And you just got away from that after a while? Well, it's, it's hard. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I did. Because it's pretty hard when you, like, you know, when you don't see that really, when, when you don't see people who say that they believe those things practicing that thing. Oh, so they have to do it in order for you to love them? I, yeah, I totally want to see, like, how they're living their life. How are they with me? How are they with others? Well, why don't you be an example and then they, they can follow? Well, that to me takes a very superior spiritual being and a very God. strong relationship with the, with the higher power of your understanding, right? Because right? <laughs> you have to, I mean, you have to be very close to the source in order to live that way, which is a beautiful way to live. Yes. I'm not denying that. So. Um, I, I know people who live on Indian territory, but they're mm -hmm. white people. Right. There's a lot and, of white people. And they live. say that Indians uh, committed suicide now. Especially yeah. young ones. Yes. Committed suicide. They become alcoholics and drunks. And, right. And they're not productive. Why is that? And, and the men and the women. Right. Why is that? Well, th this is one of the scars of, like, settler colonialism. When you live in this place and genocide that has happened is completely denied, it makes you crazy. When, when, you, when I look at, like, white culture and I'm like, if they would have given us what we were promised we would be some of the richest people in this nation. But that's not what happened, right? So, and when you look around and see all this, all this land, all this prosperity that would have been, you know, that was yours, but that was just stolen from you, it's pretty hard to not feel helpless, right? When we don't get to have, like, jobs, when there's not, like, a lot of jobs on, you know, Native nations or, like, um, possibilities to go and get into higher education, it's really hard to see a future in a settler, in the settler nation. But so, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, just because I'm having a ball learning from you right now. <laughs> um, didn't America or didn't this country give the Indians some land and they don't have to pay taxes or anything? No, that land was say, ours. That but, land was ours. But they do have that land, right? We, we do have parcels of land. And but they don't you, have to pay taxes and all that stuff? 
Well, it, is that true? I'm just asking. Like, well. um, if you live on the nation, if you live on the reservation, right. you do not have to pay state taxes. Okay. Right. You still have to pay federal taxes. Right. right? So. And why don't the men, the Indian men, take that land and make something of it? rather than complaining about what happened. Well, because usually they, they give Native people the worst possible land that was there, right? Because usually they had this huge parcel of land, and then they give them like a little tiny, tiny bit. And it's usually the worst land that you can't farm on it, right? You can't do anything with it. So it's pretty hard to make something out of not much at all. So the men, the Indian men are not strong enough to take something on nothing and make something out of it, they're too weak? Well, here's the thing. Some people have done that, right? And I don't think that they're weak. I would never say that. I feel like Native people, the fact we live one day is a miracle of strength and but beauty. But isn't it a weakness to become an alcoholic and a drug addict rather than taking a bad situation and making okay. it into a... Well, isn't that a weakness? Well, I don't see it as a weakness when the U.S. government use that alcohol and drugs as a form of chemical warfare against Native people. What do you mean by that? Because what they did when we were signing treaties, we obviously we had no, you know, we never had ever been like tried or been close to alcohol, right? We didn't have that. So that's a European thing. So we had no tolerance towards it. We had never, you know, like been anywhere near it. So Obviously, people just got drunk really fast, right? They used it to make Native people sign treaties that were not in our best interest. Did they make them drink? Yes, they did. So they put it down their mouth? Well, because a lot of they times throw. when people are, like, trying to be, like, Native people especially, we're generous people. We like to be um, respectful of traditions. And we saw the white man's, whatever the white man's tradition is drinking during these kinds of things. Right. So I'm sure that, you know, you could just have like a little drink and see, you know, and think, hey, you know, like trying to do what they want, you know, to be polite, to well, be respectful. Why if they so, I mean, what I don't understand, and I'm only asking, yeah. why didn't the men have the same common sense that white people have and the strength to say, no, I don't want to drink? Especially since they were on the land and close to the land and all that. Why didn't they have the logic and the common sense to say, no, Mr. White Man, I don't want to drink? Well, so the thing is, when you're in utter despair and you see no future that's possible or beautiful or nice for you or for people who come after you, right? Because right? we think about seven generations ahead, right? We're not just thinking about ourselves. When you see nothing good coming, it's pretty hard not to be hopeless and to start drinking as a way to deal with that reality. And so did they get their sense of identity from things and not from the God that they believed in? I mean, I think it's pretty hard to be thinking about God when you're trying to survive. But I thought that's where you draw closer to him in time of need. It depends on who you are, right? I mean, especially when you think maybe that God has betrayed you. So, so the, the Indians thought that God let them down by sending in the white man? I mean, I could see how you would think that. No, I'm asking that's a question. Is that what they thought? Well, I could see how you would think that. Oh, how they would think that. Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, I see. Um, that's amazing. And so are you telling me that the reason the Indian girls and boys and some adults, men uh, committed suicide, become drug addicts and alcoholics, and all that is because the white man took some land from them? Well, because if you are a land-based you know, people, like indigenous people are, everything we know comes from the land. So our foods, our hunting, 
skills how to hunt and gather right. are come from the land. So we have people teaching people how to do this. All of these things form immense connection to this place, like where to get berries, where to go get this at certain times of the year. When that is taken away from you, like you're left with like nothing. I grew up on a, speaking of berries, I grew up on a plantation in Alabama, mm -hmm. and so there are certain seasons where you know how to go out and get blackberries and exactly. strawberries and wild fruits and things like that. But then I left and came here, so mm -hmm. I left the land. Mm -hmm. But I didn't become an alcoholic or a drunk, or I didn't blame the white man. Well, I'm really, I'm really glad for you because that's hard not to fall into that. Why? I don't. It's, I can understand why yeah. women would fall into it because women are weaker than men. But why would the Indian men fall into it? Well, I have to disagree with you, obviously, about the women being weaker than men, since we're the ones who give childbirth and have to go through the actually very difficult parts of... But that's not strength. That's a punishment. God did that to you. Because, you know, how the woman turned the man away from God. So her punishment is to have pain a child. That's not a strength. I think it's a, I think it's a beautiful part of life, that we're not the only animals who do that. What's so. a beautiful part of life? I mean, childbirth, right? To have all that pain? Well, it's part of being a... A bean, but right? it's a like punishment for doing wrong. Well, I guess you and I like disagree about that. So. Oh, you disagree with that? I do disagree <laughs> with that very strongly. So, you know, to hear you talk about the Indian situations and about how they feel, it sounds like the black people. The black people are blaming the white man too. It, are white people smarter than Indians and, and blacks? No. But why they are able to overcome rough situations. Because this the, whole country is built for come. them. Like, you, but why were they smart enough to do that, though? Why can't the Indian men? They were not smart enough. They stole it. It's a lot easier when the they're thieving and they're murdering. Not, it's like a lot easier to be like, hey, we're doing just great here because all of these other people have suffered. But they didn't steal something that didn't exist. So at the time, it was just land, right? But like I'm saying, it was land that we actually were stewards of and had a very close relationship with. Right. But the white men got the land however they got it. They went to war, whatever they did. They no, they the just took it. They said it was theirs. Right. And they built on it, right? They built. They made it beautiful. Well, that's where you and I disagree again. You don't think America beautiful? No. You don't like the buildings and things? No. I mean, no. Not at the what cost that came for them. So. You'd rather live on the land? Well, I... I well, I don't know if I could say that. I know I would, I would die out there without like a, yeah, without a grocery store. That's so, right. And see, so. the Indians didn't even build grocery stores. I know, because we didn't have to. Oh, let me ask. I read or heard or something that when the white man got here, the Indian was sitting around smoking pot, but they call it payota or something. Peyote? Uh, pe peyote. Well, peyote and marijuana that, are very different drugs. Right, but it got you high, right? Very high. The peyote did, right? Yeah, but not every... That's, it was that's better a very, than the pot. That was a very specific drug for very specific, like, spiritual purposes. But it made you high, right? It, I mean, people, yes, it makes you very high. And so, by them sitting around smoking that stuff, couldn't that affect the way they function in life today? Since they were always high? No, I mean, that's what I'm trying to say, is it was used very rarely. It was only in spiritual, like, for oh, purposes. It wasn't like, a it, daily use. It wasn't, yeah, maybe it wasn't even a yearly use. It was, like, a few times. So, I mean, I wish I could say we're the ones who invented pot, but I don't think that's true. Have so. you ever smoked, pay, is it peyote? Pe peyote. You ever smoked it? I have not. 
Hey, you have you know anyone who ever smoked it? I have. I do know people, and they're Miss, not you all smoke native. It today? Well, I mean, I don't even know if you smoke peyote anyway. Well, anyways, yeah. So no, I don't. I don't know. No, I do not know any people who do that. Oh, so you don't know it, but you heard about it. Absolutely. Do they hallucinate when they're on that stuff? Yes, you do. Oh. You get very sick too. <laughs> yeah, violently puking. Oh. How did you feel about Elizabeth Warren pretending that she was an Indian? Well, that, that Democrat woman. I know exactly who you mean. Oh. Well, I mean, the truth is, is I don't even know, like, if she is or isn't. She's not. So. If Elizabeth Warren is an Indian, my mama is an Indian. But, and, and she might be. My grandmother actually. was. I know. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm not denying anybody. Either. My grandmother had that long, pretty Indian hair. Mm -hmm. She was an Indian, you know, yeah. part Indian. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. So maybe I got well, a yeah, Indian than me. I, I'm sure you do, because actually that was all like native land down there, right? But so. they don't like black people. That's not always true. No, so. the Indians do not like black. Nobody like black, but the Indians don't like black people. That that's not true all across the board. But, but some I don't do, like them, right? Well, I do think we have a lot of work to do because what happens is, like in the United States, is we start like doing oppression Olympics, right? Like who had it worse? But we don't try to think about like how our situations are different, but how we need to come together, anyways. So. And, and this is an honest, sincere question because. When I'm hearing you speak, but you, like, sound, you sound like the blacks, right? Why do losers always blame it on the white people? Well, I guess I wouldn't call us losers. I mean, the fact that we have survived all these horrific things and we're still here but you're not is happy. amazing. I so. know, but you're not happy. Well, how, it's pretty tough to be happy. So <laughs> that's a very different thing. Do you have peace? I do have peace sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. Exactly. Why not all the time? Because I mean, who? I mean, I don't know anybody who has peace all the time. So that's great. All the time. That's that's For amazing. Thirty-one years. It's been amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, you know why I have it? I'm. Uh, I have a few ideas, but why? Well, I think you have you know like different ideas about the world than I do, and about history and about like how things happened and. Yeah, what I, the solutions are. Well, so. the reason I, I don't have because I have no anger against anyone. That's I don't, great. I, have, I hold no grudges. I have no blame Except games. for against women, perhaps. I'm sorry? Against women. Me? Yeah. Why you say that? Well, because of the, like, punishing women for, like, you know, like, to me, that doesn't sound like you're not, not angry. When you're talking about punishing women through painful childbirth, like, but that was that their punishment. But that is the truth, though. I mean, so. I hear women's. They, they promote having childbirth like it's like an honor, you know, like it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. But that pain is a punishment for disobeying the husband. Like so so that, that's what I mean about that. Like I don't, oh, I don't see you as being loving women because of that. But that's the truth, and the truth is love. So, well, I mean, I guess that's what I mean. We have different ideas about truth. And then so. that's why a lot of women nowadays, they'd rather have... Uh, you know, cut the body open to have best a, a cesarean. A cesarean. Yeah. Or they rather take pain pill rather than feel the pain. Yeah, a lot of people do that. So if it's beautiful and it's not a punishment, why would they do that? I mean, I'm not. I've never given birth to a child, and so. And I can see why. <laughs> I know because I because I mean I would probably choose to you know get the get the drugs. So. Yeah, but yeah. you think it's so beautiful. Well, yeah, it is. You're giving a life. You held, you're holding a life. But if it's beautiful to feel the pain of it, why would you? 
I'm just saying the fact that women are able to carry a life in them for nine months and then give birth is, makes them very strong. That's what they were made for. They have no other choice. Well, they actually, turns out they do. I mean, they can either have it or not have it. Right. Do you support abortion? I do. You support abortion? I do. Why is it okay to kill children in the womb? It's, it's a, it's a, you know, depends on your situation. I feel like women should be able to make the choice that they want to make. But who gave them the choice to kill a life in the womb? That's their choice. But who gave them that choice? They did. Is that a good choice or a bad choice? I think it's a choice you have to make depending on the situation. Do you believe in good or evil? Um, I don't know. I don't. You I don't mean, think there's good or evil. Well, I like to try to think it's all just a situation. So I try not to make judgments on whether it's good or evil. Do you consider yourself good or evil? I don't consider myself either You're good or situation. evil. You're just a situation. I'm just a situation. <laughs> <laughs> A situation in, in progress, right? Amazing so, situation, so, too. So, thank you, you are an amazing situation. So let me ask, uh, where do you get your morality from? Since you don't believe in God, right. you just believe in some spirit out there in the world, where do you get your morality from? I guess I get it from my conscience. And where do you get your conscience from? I mean, I think I get it from the spirit of the universe. some laughter <laughs> <laughs> amazing this is so good um do you support same-sex marriage yeah i mean but you know i'm not like a biggest fan of marriage i don't think that's the most important issue is but. it normal for same-sex marriage to happen when these people come together two men or two women is that normal yeah i mean it is yeah. what's normal about it well what's not normal about it i mean if you can find somebody to love and that you want to marry right now I'm like, I'm all for it. Is homosexuality about sex or about love? I think it's about both of those things. And that's the thing I love. Like, I love queer people who don't want to get married. They don't want to follow, like, hetero, you know, to be, like, homonormative. They want to do something different, you know? And I, fi I think it's all fine as long as it's between consenting adults. So, because it's really none of my business what they do. So if you're okay with all that, why aren't you okay with the white man taking the land and making it beautiful? Well, I, that's, see, you and I just have different opinions that I don't believe that it's beautiful now. So. Who do you believe control everything, the whites or the Jews? Uh, I'm not even going to answer that question. Have you heard that before, though? I have heard that before. And do you believe the Jews control it or the whites? Well, I, I'm not even, I, I don't have any opinion about that. About the Jews? I, I, about who control? I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I have nothing against Jewish people, so. No, I didn't ask, no, not that you have anything, but there's, it seems as though you think white people have more power than what they really have. I'm not, I actually don't want to give power to white people. I would not say that. You don't want to do what now? I, I'm not going to give power to white people by saying that they have more power. But it sounds like it because they have been blamed for everything as though they really do have power. Well, they have a lot of responsibility that they have not answered for, so. Is that because they have power? Um, because they stole power, because they steal a bunch of stuff. I mean, I guess if you want to call that power, yes. So they do have power? We, I have power too. We have power too, so. Does a person or people with power complain? Uh, yes, actually. I never complain. 
I'm glad. I yell at my employees. I don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And so um, when I said that uh, giving birth is not, is not beautiful, it's painful, you thought that I admit I don't like women. That's I hate right. Women. Why is telling that truth a sign of not liking women? Well, I mean, I, I hear I, women screaming all the time about having babies. I just don't think that's a punishment. I know, but why do I have to hate women in order to say that? Well, it is. I mean, to me, like, those things totally go together because, like, why, why would you say that that is a punishment? I just don't understand that. Be I just show you because the reason that God told the woman, right, that's, because that's of your we, disobedience, you should have pain in childbirth. Well, don't so you think... A, does that mean, that, does it sound like a punishment? Well, no, it, it sounds like we just have very different ideas. I know, but at least it's still, since I do believe in God, and that is his order for the woman. I think that women were giving the, you know, the ability to, ch to do childbirth is because they're stronger. Stronger than what? Stronger than men. If they, they, can, they can bear more pain, and they can actually can't be responsible. Well, men can have babies. They're not created to have babies. So yeah. how can they be stronger with something that can't even happen? Well, how I mean... It's not, you know, men don't have to do very much for a child to be born. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> I will not disagree. Okay. I mean, but. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. Well, you to, love to, men. Not, to not be responsible. To not be, I mean, I think responsibility is such an important part of relationships. What do you mean by that? Well, it's like, I mean, because it sounds like, you know, the fact that man can just come in and like, you know dunk it and leave and then that's great what else you need to do well i think you should be responsible for the growth of the baby right i mean no god is taking care of that what's the man dump it and leave god to do the rest well then what's you the responsibility for men? and all that yeah what's the responsibility of men then to take care of the woman and children and okay. child i mean yeah i mean i guess that's what i'm saying they should be doing that's what they do but nowadays women try to act like men they won't let them do it i I, I have not seen that. Okay. You, so I want to discuss, discuss your research. Uh, it's very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's very interesting to you. Um, how is native feminist theory different from feminism? Because we talk about settler colonialism. What we, does that mean? Uh, well, like, you know, we talk about the colonization of the United States, right? And how it's a settler colony, how, you know, settlers came here to stay right, and to take over, not just to like, you know, be here. Right. So white feminism doesn't have that feature. And we actually all talk, like Native Feminisms talks about hope and about like trying to find a different way to be in the world. Like I, I feel like it's a very different kind of philosophy. We're actually not just interested in victimhood because if we were, right, that would be, you know, we would never get anywhere with that. But who came up with this? Who decided, let me call it native feminist theory, who came up and, and don't you have to be high to come up with stuff like that, like hallucinating? No, I think it's, I think it's brilliant and I've, I'm very proud to be a part of that field. Did you make up that theory? No, I did. I'm just part of it. Who made it up? I mean... Go get your money back. <laughs> it just, it's, I don't know how you sit around and you come up with ideas like that. You have to be like hallucinating with the peyote. Or on some pot. No, I. That's actually not true. But you do you know who you don't know who created this idea? Well, right? I'm trying to. I mean, I'm not sure who I want to give credit to. 
for oh. that. Because, there, I mean, that's the thing. There's actually a long history of Native feminisms, right? Do, do you talk about the Native women who were, because that's the thing, Native nations, like, they, like, you know, men and women have different roles, and there's also two-spirited people, queer people in the nation. So everybody just has different roles. It's not like one is better than the other, right? Because right. you need somebody like home, farming, taking care of the children, right? Like preparing the food, you know, doing their little gardens and stuff. And, you know, men can go out and do warfare and like, you know, go get beasts and stuff like <laughs> So, right. so, you know, I feel like these things are complementary. It wasn't about, like, one is better than the other. Like, it was just... I want to ask you this really fast. You said that, you, that homosexuality is normal to you. Yes. And LGBTQ and all that is normal. Yes. And so if a man put on a dress and lipstick and say that he is a woman... Is he really a woman, or he just think he is, but in reality he is not? If, if he believes he's a woman, I mean, if she believes she's a woman, she's a woman. So. <laughs> but in reality, it's not. You just believe that. It depends on, I mean, no, I, I believe that they get to be what they want to be. But would you see a, a man, a, a woman in, men, in a pantsuit and saying that she's a man, but you see, with your eyes, you see as a woman, would you pretend that it is a, a man? I, I would ask how they wanted to have their gender identified. And you pretend that it's whatever they say? I would respectfully believe that they, I, I'm going to respect their beliefs to identify as they wish. But in your mind, you know it's not real. It, it's, re it's real to me if it's real for them. So. In your mind. I mean, do you think I'm passing as a woman right now? Are you? <laughs> Am I a woman? You just made me nervous, are you? I, I don't know. You don't know what you is? Well, what I'm, you, I'm just what saying. You is. That's black. You don't know what you are. <laughs> you don't know what you is. You don't know what you no, are. No, I, I identify as a woman. And why? Because I mean, that's how I want to identify. May I, God made you that way. I mean, I, I don't think God made me that way. I think that the you know. Were you born a woman or a female? I was born a woman. Oh, okay. Um, is there is there a difference between Native American women and white women? I think Native women are better looking. Better looking than white women? <laughs> Ooh. No, I, just, oh. I always say that to my students. I'm like, if you learn one thing about Native people, it's that we're very good looking. Are, are Native women better looking than black women? I don't know. Why you don't know that? Well, because I'm like, I'm not going to, the, the race, you know, different other race stuff. You scared to so, say that about the black. Well, I'm not, yeah, I'm well, not messing with black people, uh, so I'm, I'm with them. You're going to have Black Lives Matter burning down your house if you say <laughs> Well, and I mean, it, it really, yeah, it really does depend, obviously. What does it mean to decolonize the native body? Well, that's a very detailed question. Right, because one of the things you know of boarding schools and of colonization period was to try to make it seem that our bodies are like nasty and not good, right? That they're un they're unclean, they're they're filthy, right? So I think one of the things we need to do is to start thinking about um, like how our bodies are good, how we are how we are good people, like how all of us is actually beautiful, instead of like trying to go to like white beauty standards or like not accepting ourselves as we are. And so are white people making you feel inferior like that? I, I'm not blaming that on, I mean, it's like, it's part of our culture. Our culture is very white dominated, right? It has very, like very specific white standards of beauty. So the white quote unquote dominated culture 
are, are making you and Indians feel less about their culture, uh, less beauty, or they are making you feel that way? Well, I'm just saying when you have all the shows, like all the books, almost everything about Native people is very distorted or negative or doesn't actually have anything to do with us, has to do with actually with white people, then it's hard to feel good about your own self and your own body. Um, you were not raised with both parents, your father and mother, right? Right. So do you believe that if you have been raised with both parents and you were close to your father that you would be insecure like that? Well, I mean, you'll be happy to know that I had a white stepfather. I mean, I'm talking about your real father, though. Well, I mean, I have no idea. But just when you think about it, when you smoke on it, do you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> do you believe that if you were close to your father, he was there, your mother and father were together, you loved your father, that white people or anyone can make you feel inferior? No, I don't. I don't think that has anything to do with it. You think you would still feel inferior? I don't feel inferior. But the Indians that white people make them feel that way, if they were raised as with two parents, decent examples, would they still be made to feel inferior? Well, I think we should talk about why they don't get to be two-parent households, right? Because no, they're not getting married. Well, also because, like, you know, Native men, like black men, are incarcerated at very high rates. They're, like, serving our nation overseas. They're committed in crime. So... Well, I mean, we're li more likely to get caught, too. Right, and, and go to jail because they don't have money to get good lawyers. Exactly. So that ain't the white man's fault. Well, I think it is, actually. So the white man's to blame for everything. Well, the thing is, no. I mean, because what I'm trying to say, too, is like working class white people are also not able to get, like, good lawyers, right? Right. But the racial profiling might not go, you know, they might not get pulled over for being, you know, driving while white, right? But that's not true. That's made up. What the blacks are doing. Well, that's what I, yeah, you and I completely disagree about that. No, so. I'm black. I know you're black. I'm as black as the ace of space. <laughs> well, how many times have you been pulled over? In my entire life? I'm just, Maybe I'm just twice. Saying, I'm I remember just saying, twice. Yeah. I mean, and you don't think racial it, profiling had anything to do with those not situations? Not one iota. So. Because I was raised different than the other blacks. I wasn't raised to hate the whites, blame other people. I wasn't born out of wedlock. You know, I have, I have my stepfather, my mother got married before I was born, so I wouldn't be born out of wedlock. But black people, when I was growing up, black people got married. Mm -hmm. They believed in God. Mm -hmm. They loved all people. They treated everybody the same. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't blamed. I wasn't raised in a, a victim mentality. And so when I was stopped by the cops, I followed the instructions. Mm -hmm. They did what they needed to do. And they said, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And they went their way. But the blacks today are acting out, they're cursing out the cops, they're, you know, they're running, they're criminals, they're running. What do you think going to happen? Well, how, is that, how is that the cops' fault? Well, I, I mean, it's very much. I mean, that's the thing, though. We're talking about structural inequalities that go back before the beginning of the United States. And you, you're not just going to, like, pretend that these things don't exist. You can. You, that's one of the ways you can what, go what, about this. What did this. you say? Structural inequalities. What did it have to do with anything? Well, it, if it's way harder for you to get housing, to get a job, to, um, to go to college, to have any ways to get ahead, that will make your life much harder to be like, successful in the so U.S. version. So are you version. saying that it's harder for the Indians or the blacks to get a job? Both, for both of us. But the blacks don't get the job because they don't want the job. They're lazy. 
Uh, I, I mean, that I disagree. I mean, they, they, well, they say the same thing about Indians. Because so. and the Indians are that way too. You know why? Because they, the white people made a mistake by giving the Indians, Indians too much free stuff. We did not get anything free. They yeah, stole got free everything. Land. No, we that land free, was ours. Free gambling clubs and all that, kinds of stuff. Well, you know, we because we're sovereign nations, we get to decide what we want to do on our nations. But that makes you lazy, though. I disagree. And one thing about white people, they love to work. You notice that? That's not what I've seen. They love to steal. What do they steal? Our lands, like, uh, like our, like our culture. Like they try to assimilate us. They wouldn't accept that we are the way we are. Like, I mean, I could keep, you know, instilled heteropatriarchy. I mean, all these different things that were very so violent what, systems. What do y'all want now from the whites? What do you want them to give? I you? want them, we've been wanting them to leave us alone for a long time. But they don't bother you guys. You guys uh, chase they them. They do bother us. How do they bother you now? They come in and they'll like put like nuclear waste on our nations without like permission. I mean, there's still all these things happening. They like will try to put pipelines through our nations. That's amazing. Even though we disagree. But that would provide jobs. Well, at the cost of destroying the land, at the but cost... But they're not doing anything with the land anyway. Well, we don't want a pipeline going over the water source of the whole nation. Well, Does that make sense? Especially when the white town was like, don't put it through our country, right? Don't put it through our place. Put it on the Indian's land. And that's exactly what they ended up doing. I, want you, I need you to define something for me. Hetero patriarchy. What is that? It's exactly what you think it might be. It's like patriarchy, but then like making sure we're talking about heterosexuality straight too. men so like and, just like straightness period what's so. wrong with that well I, I think it's a very dominant source that everybody has to try to live up to thank you you're supposed to live up to it that's why it's hetero <laughs> well I actually I, I think it's oppressive to everybody to bring, uh, 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 heterosexual men are supposed to bring women and children out of the hell that they're in that's why it's hetero Patriotic. Well, they're failing, so you better get it together. Because you guys are acting so rebelling. <laughs> well, I wish, I mean, then you all are not doing a very good job. So I agree. So. They don't weep because the mama destroyed them when they were kids. Well, I feel like we have to work together. I don't know why that would be such a bad thing. Uh, hetero patriarchy, so you're in favor of that? You're, no. You're against that? I critique it, yes. Well, uh, I, I don't think it's, I'm not a, like completely, like people can go and do that, but the fact it like creates all this inequality is that's the part I think is messed you up. You love heterosexual? Do I love hetero? I mean, I think people can go be heterosexual. That's great. What do you mean go be it? Do you love it? Though? Do I love it? No. You, you, would you prefer a straight man or a gay man? I don't prefer men. So. Oh, you like women? I like different types of people, so. You mess around with women, though? Yes. You're a lesbian? Yes, I identify as queer woman. You're a lesbian? Yeah, you didn't, how did you not get this from your research? I do queer indigenous theory, that's like uh, my other but thing. But I didn't know you were a lesbian. Well, you, I identify as being queer. But you don't look like a lesbian. <laughs> well, what are we no, supposed to look like? No, you don't want to like? have a baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have more you options. You are a lesbian? Yes. I mean, yeah, you could, I mean, identify as queer, but. A queer lesbian. Well, I mean, yeah, lesbian I'm has its own. I'm stunned that you're a lesbian. So, I don't live in the suburbs or. But why you look so feminine if you're a lesbian? Because that's the way I choose to, you know, to be in the world. To be feminine. To like be feminine. Lady. To be, yeah. And so do you like hot lesbians? It depends on the person. Yeah. You like lesbians that act like men? 
it really depends on who it is. So. Wow. I mean, I also just really love beautiful women of different, all kinds of types. So. Well, not that much love. So. <laughs> well, I guess I do. You have just blown me away. I was blown away once before. I was interviewing a, a white male Catholic kind of a guy, mm -hmm. and he had, <laughs> he had his collar on, mm -hmm. and I never thought of him as a homosexual. Right. And then he said to me he was a homosexual. I'm like, you're a homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he was sitting, it made me take my, you know, focus my eyes, and I, and I saw that he was, he was homosexual. Because we said it differently. Like yeah. That. <laughs> So how do the lesbians know that you're a lesbian? I, I mean, I don't know. So when you're out at the bar, do you like wear your lesbian hat or something? I mean I, I mean, I guess you do kind of sense that somebody might be, you know, queer, I guess. So, or not. You just ask people, right? So what is it like knowing that you surprise me right now, that you're a lesbian, but you don't look like you don't act like it? I actually love to be surprising. Oh, good. Yeah. What is um, indigenous... Feminist theory. How about that? What is that? Um, I guess, yeah, I only answered part of that question yeah. before. I think, well, because a lot of indigenous feminist theory, we have to talk about the murdered and missing indigenous women that's like been happening in the United States and Mexico and Canada and different um, first world nations and like raise attention to that because most people don't know like the rate of native women getting sexually assaulted or um, you know, you sound like the blacks. So, uh, and domestic violence. I know. Well, because but black women, believe me, ain't nobody raping no black women. Oh my gosh, black women I can't too even. Mean. So black men can't even handle a black woman. How do you go rape her? So, I, 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 <laughs> see now you blow it. Okay, so now we're even. So I guess you must. You don't admire the pilgrimage from coming over here, early American explorer, and creating a great country. You don't admire that. No, I do not. I got to ask you real fast about this court case, Oklahoma Supreme Court decision. The Supreme Court recently ruled that um, uh, half of the land in Oklahoma is Native American land. And as a result, there was a guy by the name of Jim C. McGrint. Mm -hmm. Am I saying the name yep. right? He uh, was found guilty of raping some young girl or something, but he would try on the Native land. Am I right about that? Well, see, this is, this is, to me, this is not about land. This is actually about jurisdiction, Right. this court case. And so, and so this guy was tried on a... By the state of Oklahoma. Right. And right. then, and then am I, if I'm saying this right, the native law is not the same as the Oklahoma law. Correct, because we are sovereign nations. Right. We have our own set of laws and practices. And so this guy got away with raping a young girl because of the law thing, right? No, he actually was convicted of three, uh, three sexual assaults. But it doesn't stand because he would try... Well, now he's going to be tried by the federal government. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is he running around free now? I have. I would be very surprised if he was running around free. Oh. I, I do not know that for a fact, though. Are you okay with the way that that happened, that now he has to re be retried? Or do you wish that they had just put him in prison if he were found guilty? Well, I don't believe in incarceration, so I do not think that prison would be the answer. So to me, like the fact that if they would have said, hey, um, like he gets to be in the jurisdiction of Creek Nation, which would overturn the Major Crimes Act of 1885, I'd be like, something amazing has happened here. 
But the, I mean, the fact you actually know it's about a guy who was convicted of sexual uh, assaults are most people don't like think about that when they think about this case. Oh, so. I see. I happen to be, know something about it. Allegedly, he was tried for that reason. So you're okay with him being out of prison if he's guilty of what he was accused of? I mean, we have to find a different way to deal with these things, right? Rather than putting women who rape men or men who rape women in prison, you'd rather find a different way to deal with it? I think we need to deal, yeah, we need to deal with this in a different way. Like how? Well, incarcerating people does not make them better. Yes, it does. Well, you and I disagree about that, so. And so what should you do when a person is found guilty of this type of crime? What you should you do to make them better? That I have no idea. Would you trust if a woman raped you and she was found guilty of rape, you don't want her to go I to prison? I would never, I would, yeah, I, that would not happen. But you wouldn't want her to go to prison? That's correct. And you wouldn't want her to run around and do it again? Well, I mean, that's the thing we have to deal with is the fact that now we have all these people, like we have so many rapists in our, you know, amongst us. Like our, think, our culture creates that. Why do you think so many women are raping men nowadays? Cause uh, you're right, it's overwhelming. That is, I have not seen or heard of this. So, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it happens oh, I thought sometimes. you just agreed that there are a lot of women raping now. No, I, I, I did not agree with that. <laughs> You said there's no way you would be raped? Right. How would you prevent it? Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I would not want to be calling the cops and stuff like that. So, so. if someone raped you, you would not call the cops? It depends, yeah. Really? Because in the justice system, very few women, like, they do not get justice, like, when they go, because it's really hard to prove the crime of rape. And a heteropatriarchal like legal system. But that's system. not true, though. Men are going to jail every day on false allegations. Oh man! Of rape. No, yeah. See, we disagree very strongly about that. I mean, that is it's possible, but I find that to be very unlikely. So this ruling may be overturned or whatever going to happen with it, right? It, that, it's it's now under federal jurisdiction. And so that means a whole bunch of men and women are going to be getting out of prison who are raped. Are you okay I, with that? I don't know what's going to happen with this, actually. Oh. I don't know if they're going to be like transferred to federal prison instead of state prison because now the federal government has to take care of this. What happened to you that you now believe that criminals who are found guilty, men and women who are found guilty of committing violent crimes and things like that, should not be punished by the law? Have you always felt that way? I don't think I, no, I definitely didn't always feel that way. So what I, happened I used to, to believe you in that prisons. made you believe that now? Because I, I don't think prisons, like, make better people. I don't think it keeps us safe. I think it actually makes us very, I mean, because there's definitely populations that are vulnerable to going to prison, right? Did you believe and did you think this way prior to going to school or after you went to school, college? Um, after, after several years of college. Brainwashing. So, well, I disagree with that. Very, I very strongly Bra disagree. That's me. I won't let my so. kids go to public school. So, well, I did, I mean... Yeah, no, I guess I went to public schools, yeah. As a parent. So. Um, that's brainwashing. I disagree. I think it's getting more you information. Now, at first you knew what was right. You went to school I disagree. with brainwashing. Now you think right is wrong and wrong is right. I disagree with that. You do? Yes. I got to ask the Washington Redskins football team. I knew you were going to ask this question. Yeah, it's because a, a decision was made today, I believe. I wasn't originally going to ask this, but it was made today. The Washington Redskins football team were uh, pressured into changing the, their name from Redskins 
to uh, the Washington football team. Do you support that idea? Of course. Yeah, I, I mean, Redskins is in our nation's capital to have a very overtly racist name for, like, I mean, how that's... But there are a whole bunch of Indians who love that name to have no problem with it at all. I don't, I, am, I don't know one of those people, but I'm sure they exist. Yeah, they do. But I don't know one of those people. So you, you got it all messed up. Everything that's right. Well, <laughs> that's where we disagree. Everything that's right, you think is wrong, and everything that's wrong, you think is right. Do your mother know you think this way? Uh, she knows some of it, yeah. Not Does she know? It. I don't think she knows all of it. Does she know you're a lesbian? Yeah. Your mother know you're a lesbian? Yes, she, yes, she does. Does your father know it? I don't think he does. What do you think he would say if he found out? I have no idea. Why don't you go ask? So, <laughs> yeah. You know that the, uh, yes. the, the haters of good want to take down Mount Rushmore, and they are destroying the statues and the monuments and the... Uh, well, they had already Flags. destroyed the mountains with the, with the, with the monument. So. so do you want to see those things come down? The well, actually, I want to talk and see what Lakota people want, because that is actually was a sacred place for them that became unsacred with the destruction and like to, to make it Mount, Mount Rushmore. So. And so if they wanted to come down, you would support that? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Do you support Black Lives Matter? Yes. Do you know that it was found about a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians who hate God, who hate the nuclear family? That's who not hate true. They that's, said, it's in their platform. Uh, uh, that's and not I've true. And I've interviewed them. I mean, that's a, that's a distortion. No. So. And they, the, the head of it, that woman, uh, what, Patricia, Patricia or whatever? Patrice. Patrice. She said that they are Marxists. They've been, they've been trained to be Marxists. Are you okay with that? With being Marxist? Yes. Yeah, you can be Marxist. Would you like to see this country turn into a socialist communist society? I wouldn't mind it to be socialist, but I don't know if we can do it right. We always seem to screw that up as civilizations. Because it can't be done right. Well, Norway is the happiest country. They have the best stuff, right? And they are socialist. So why don't the people who live here who believe in that kind of stuff go live there instead of trying to turn a good into a bad? Well, that's where we disagree. I don't think capitalism is good. Oh, so you do want to see the monuments come down. Only, it depends on what the Lakota people want. Absolutely what they want. And all the statues removed and the flags removed and everything. Well, that depends, because I also think we need to remember, like, the racist country we live in, so. That's why I made, had the shirt made, so I can remember. So you can remember before they all come down. They, yeah, before they come. <laughs> well, before. I see you got Lincoln on there. Yeah, that's right. Right there, right there. That's right. Uh, so are you okay with the burden and the destruction that these, uh, uh, this terrorist attack up on America? by Black Lives Matter and Antifa and those people? Well, I, I understand where that rage comes from. So, so you okay with a terrorist attack? I mean, I don't call it a terrorist attack. You, that's not what I see. But you okay with it? What, I mean, I'm actually excited by what's happening right now. The burning and the destruction and people I've been taking and all that. Well, that's not how I see what's happening right but now. It, it is happening. It's happening. And you okay with it? I, I am excited by it. More Amazing. Than, more than happy, yeah. So. Okay. They want uh, the illegal aliens to come in and just freestyle, vote for the Democrats. Like, like white settlers did? 
Are you okay with illegal aliens coming in? Well, that's what white settlers were, weren't they? Was it wrong when the white settlers it did sure it? It sure was. It was very wrong. So is it wrong to let the illegals come in and do it? Well, because I don't think that's what they're doing. No, no, I'm asking, is it wrong to let the illegals come in and do it? Is it wrong for the white man As to a do Native it? person, I think it's way too late to be thinking about, like, manning the borders. No, but I'm just asking, is it wrong... You said it was wrong for the white people to do it. Is it wrong for the illegals to come in and do it? Well, I, I call them undocumented, and I do not think... That, I mean, why wouldn't they come? Is it wrong? I don't think it's wrong. So why was it wrong for the white people? I'm just saying, well, you don't think it was wrong for the white people. You said it makes a beautiful place, right? It's all about the spin and perspective. So. But the, the illegals are breaking the law. You think that's right? So did white people. They didn't but care. But you said it was wrong. It was wrong. But how come it's not wrong for the illegals? Well, they're just trying to, like, get a job. No, so, they're not. And like I said, it's already, to me, it's too late. It's that time has passed. But, but do you see the contradiction in your statement? You say, oh, it's wrong for the white man. But well, the illegals. It's, it's the same, it's, it'd be the same contradiction for you then. What do you mean? Because you're not, you don't think what the whites did was wrong. No, as see, a matter of fact. See, that's what I mean. I know that's what I'm talking about. So you have the same. History, so you have the same contradiction, just the opposite. No. Yes. The white man did not break the law. Yes, he did. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yes, he did. There he made his war. own law. There was a war, like it is in all over the world. That and the is, best man won. That is. I rest my case. That makes me want to throw up. So. Really. It absolutely does. Yeah. It kind of makes me want to punch you, too. Ooh, yeah. you're violent. Oh, I'm violent, yes. <laughs> well, I heard about those lesbians. I know, that's right. Don't mess with us. <laughs> that's right. You got to fight. To be I got to put you on the hot seat. Oh. And uh, it's time to put my guests on the hot seat, folks. So I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Okay. All right. The hot seat. Is America, I already know the answer, but is America the greatest country in the world? No. Elizabeth Warren claims she was a Native American. Do you condemn her for that? No. Uh, which is worse, anti-black racism or anti-white racism? Anti-black racism. What percentage of feminists hate men? I, don't, I have no idea. Do you love men? I love some men. You hate some? Obviously. Do you love heterosexual men or homosexual men? I more am likely to incline to like homosexual men. To like queer men. Should we uh, define? But I have a lot of state, straight men friends. Yeah. You don't. I do. Yeah. Oh. Do you love them? I do love the straights. I'm not opposed to them. Oh, okay. Uh, should we defund the police? Yes. Was George Washington a good man? No. Will you celebrate White History Month with me? I absolutely will not. Doesn't July just feel white? No. July doesn't feel white. No, it does not feel white. Vacation. So, 4th of July, summertime. Murder, genocide, like raping. Does would that you, feel very white? Yes, that feels very white to me. Would you celebrate men's history? Next month is men's history month. No, I will not. It, would you celebrate black history? Yes. Amazing. Is it okay to sexually objectify men? Uh... I don't, I don't know if that is okay, if I really want to see that. <laughs> Have you ever had sex with a man? Yes. I'm not a gold star homo. Oh, amazing. Thank God. Is it right to cancel people for using their free speech? 
to cancel. Yeah. You know I, how we have the campus? Yeah, no, of? I, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I feel like mixed about that, but. So, so you're saying, no, it's not okay to cancel people for having free speech? No, I, I think it's okay to cancel people for being like, like stupid racists and say like, uh, you know, unsmart things. So. Well, why don't they have the right to do that? That's free speech. Well, they had the right to do that for a long time and then they like pushed it too far, so. And so now you want to take away the speech? I mean, free speech is only free to some people in this country. Should illegal aliens receive the same rights and privileges as Native Americans? As undocumented people? Yes. Amazing. Do you love the great white hope? No. What is a man? I, what is a man? I can't answer that quickly. No what, idea. What is love? Love is everything. Did you have fun? I did. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. That was amazing. You made my day. Great. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to handshake you because no, of no, COVID. No. You but made my hour too. So. It was amazing. Well, I hope you get some food. I am. I'm hungry. <laughs> I have no energy. Listen, do you have anything you want to promote or how can people get in touch with you or anything? No, I'm, I'm all good. Thank you so much for coming, all right? Yeah, no problem. And thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. That was amazing. Let me hear from you, and don't forget, Happy White History Month, July, just be a white. And don't forget to support us, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you again. Thank you. <laughs> Next time on The Fallen State. Well, I read back in 2009, your stepfather was shot and killed in Dearborn, Michigan. Yes. And it was a sting by the FBI. Yes. Because he was a radical Muslim, right? Yes. That's what they That's what they said. Was that true about him? No. In the United States? I noticed that at one point in America and around the world, there was a lot of focus on Islamic terrorism. Yes. You know, they were blowing up things, killing people. But all of a sudden, you don't hear about that anymore. All you hear about now is so-called white supremacists. How you push your line? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. watching the fallen state we need your continued support donate to my nonprofit here subscribe and like the videos here and tell everybody and their mama about the show